0: Good evening, friends. Welcome to the Daily Bread. Tonight, we're going to be discussing the whole armor of God, taken from Ephesians six ten through twenty. I'm Joseph Lee, and I'm hosting tonight's podcast. Paul wrote Ephesians, and he was discussing with the Ephesians this letter to the Ephesians how they can withstand. The devil and temptation. So, putting on the whole armor of God, we're starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers with all perseverance, making supplication for all of the saints. And also for me, Paul is writing this, and also for me, being Paul, that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Now, putting on the whole armor of God will make a difference in your life. Let's break this down. I'm going to be using a concordance that I really love to use. It's from the Reformation Study Bible. So in verse 13, Paul compares the whole armor of God with that of weapons of a Roman foot soldier with a number of Old Testament images of God or Messiah as a warrior. You can see Isaiah 11, 1 through 5. Strikingly, what is said of God and the Messiah in the Old Testament is applied to believers. In verse 14, Fastened on the belt of truth means the Roman soldier's leather belt supported and protected his lower abdomen, gathered his tunic together, and held his sword. Paul seems to have in mind the confidence that comes from certainty about the truthfulness of God's word. The breastplate of righteousness means believers are protected by the righteousness of Christ imputed to them. And you can look this up in Romans 4, 6 through 11, and Philippians 3, 9. And they can stand up to the accusations of the devil, whose title in Greek means slanderer. See Romans eight thirty one through 34 simultaneously paul sees believers taken on righteous on the righteous character of christ while their growing conformity to his image gives them confidence in resisting temptation this piece of armor is what god prophesied to wear in judging and defeating the enemy in the latter day battle and you can look that up in isaiah 59:17 Believers are to identify with this armor of God's righteousness in Christ. Verse 15. Shoes for your feet means the following. This is a clear allusion to Isaiah 52.7. Paul has in mind a messenger who takes the gospel to others. The image here is of the Roman soldier's sturdy sandals, which gave him stability and protection in battle so that Isaiah has been combined with this Roman background. Ironically, the peace that comes from the gospel readies one for war against evil. Isaiah 52, 7 prophesied that in the end-time restoration of Israel, there would be peace, and this restoration has begun in Christ and all who identify with him. In verse 16, the shield of faith is described as the following. The Roman shield was a large enough to cover the whole body. And it was made of wood covered in animal hide and bound with iron at the top and the bottom. When dipped in water before battle, it could extinguish arrows that had been dipped in pitch and set ablaze. In the Old Testament, the Lord is the shield of his people. In verse 17, the helmet of salvation is described as the following. This part of the armor is what God was, had predicted to be wearing when he would come to judge and defeat the opponent in the end-time battle. You can look at Isaiah fifty nine seventeen. Believers are to identify with this armor in Christ. For Paul, salvation is... Is a present experience as well as a future hope. See 1 Thessalonians 5 8. The believer's final ground of confidence is the faithfulness of God to complete the salvation he has begun. Philippians 1 6. The sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, this is an offensive weapon in the believer's arsenal. Is compared to the Roman sword, short and designed for hand-to-hand combat. Jesus used the Word of God in his battle against temptations of Satan in the wilderness. You can see this mentioned in Matthew four one through eleven and Luke four one through thirteen. The Lord was prophesied to make the mouth of his messianic servant like a sharp sword. You can reference that from Isaiah 49.2, Revelation 1.16, Revelation 2.12, and 16, 19, and 15. Those are verses. Christ has begun to fulfill his prophecy at his first coming. Compare that to Revelation one sixteen, And the prophecy will be completed at Christ's final coming, Revelation 9.15. Christ's followers also have this offensive weapon when they believe in Christ and come into union with him. The verses 18 through 20 has the following theme. The battle theme in this passage ends with an urgent call to militant prayer, keep alert on behalf of all believers and on behalf of Paul's ministry. Now, you could also reference this in Colossians 4, 2 through 4. It is possible that together with the sword of the Spirit, prayer is one more offensive weapon in the believer's arsenal. So there you have it, friends. That is the full armor of God. If you do not know Jesus as your Savior, I pray tonight that you'll come to know him. And then you will have and will be able to use the full armor of God in the event that you are facing adversity or attacks, spiritual attacks. Without this, I don't know how anyone could get through it. Pray with me tonight. Father God, I come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. First of all, Lord, we pray for forgiveness of all of our unrighteousness, Father. Lord, we pray, Father God, that if anyone that does not know you, that they will come to know you tonight, that they will believe on the Lord Jesus and they will be saved. Jesus, you said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John fourteen six Father God, I pray that people, if they do not know you, that they will truly come to know you, Father. I pray those that are backslidden, Father, that are not living for you, that they will come back to you, Lord. I pray for those that who are facing adversity, that they will put on the full armor of God. Thank you, Father, for forgiving us of our sins. Thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus into the world to save the world. We love you, and we praise you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, friends, we look forward to talking to you again soon. The references tonight was from R.C. Sprawl, the Reformation Study Bible, put out by the Reformation Trust. And you can find this a form of this uh, story, this podcast, on my blog website, www.marketplaceevangelismtoday.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Take care, and God bless. I'm Joseph Lee, and this is The Daily Bread.